everyone to the Rest Podcast, where our goal is to help each and every one of you displace confusion, chaos, and dis-ease in order to heal and find significance in life. I am your host, Natalie Roberts, and I am here with the author of The Reconstitution Method for Healing and Rest, Virginia Dixon. Natalie, last week's episode I thought was fascinating. And as you well know, when I met Dr. Meyer, I thought we have got to get him on a podcast. Yeah. Because we always talk about displacing confusion, chaos, and dis-ease. So when it comes to our health, for example, and these disease states, we need to understand how just wonderfully and fearfully and intricately made we are. Mm -hmm. And I found his discussion about teeth and the consequence of teeth and what happens to them and their health and that it has on organs and even on brain function. Yeah, on or, all vice kinds versa. Of, or vice versa. Yeah, it yeah. was fascinating. So I want to continue the theme of how important it is to have a working understanding of why displacing confusion, chaos that leads to disease, illness, and potentially malfunction that could lead to death becomes very important, whether it's a spiritual matter, whether it's a soul issue, mind, heart, will, conscience, feelings, or whether it's with our anatomy. Right. And as you well know, my conviction is to always help people understand how all these things are interrelated. But we use words to communicate all these ideas, right? Yes. And thoughts have power and words have authority. So using the right words to communicate our thoughts has significant consequences because as we know, when we have a thought, it mobilizes things. But when we speak the words, it really has dominion over the things that we are speaking about. Yes. And we have a lot of resources and methods to prove that to you when you come and see us. Yeah. Something drew my attention today that is causing an enormous amount of confusion, chaos, and disease among us. Not because it's new. It's been around for 100 years. <laughs> but I think it is noteworthy. And their basic words like liberty, freedom. Liberty is a function of the soul. Freedom is the consequence, the external. Conscience versus consciousness. Conscience is a function of your soul. It has a moral and value gauge spectrum contained within it. Your mind, your heart, your will, your conscience. That is where you make decisions of value. Consciousness is different. It's external. It's a level of awareness. Yeah. World is all people, human beings. Global is material. It's land. It's territory. It's external. So when we talk about global things, it's detached from all people, which is world, internal. Natural depravity, for example is something that we all know is broken within all of us. That's a natural depravity of man. Sometimes we call it sin. Sometimes we call it internal conflicts that we have that have a moral value. Basically like our ability to make mistakes, right? Right. Yeah. Our propensity, propensity. Yeah, yeah. to make mistakes. And then, of course, there's evil, which is the external expression of depravity. Right. Then we have laws of nature. For example, a law of nature that are self-evident and speak to our natural affection. But then we have natural law. Those are observable things by science. Yes. They're the consequence of. But anyway, 
I don't want to keep going on and on and on, but this extensive vocabulary list that we have, it is the backbone of rest Mm -hmm. because it is impossible to displace confusion, chaos, and dis-ease if we're not aware of it. Yeah. But in this short episode today, I wanted to introduce a word that perhaps we don't understand the consequence of. Yeah. But when we use the word woke, for example, it's a contemporary word and it's bothered me from some time. I'm thinking, what the heck is woke? What does that like mean? Mm-hmm. I have different levels of awareness, different levels of sensitivity, different perspectives according to what my conscience is allowing me to absorb from a very specific point of view at any time. Yeah. And it really has to do with a lot of my own depravity, if you will. Right. Right. Yeah. So we have to reconcile those things. So this concept of woke, I thought I'd delve into that a little bit today. I heard a little bit of commentary and I wrote a piece (laughs) on it, I should say. So I want to read something. Woke is supposed to advance equality, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, is impossible. There's nothing equal about any of us Mm -hmm. except the human condition that we all live within the confinement of and our own depravity. Yes. And the immense possibilities we have to do amazing things because of both of those things. Right. So I might add that. But Woke is supposed to advance equality. Here's the definition of equity and see if it sounds like the definition of anything else you've heard before. The definition of equity comes from the public administration literature sanctioned by the state. It was written by a man named George Fredrickson. I encourage everybody to Google him. And the definition is an administered political economy in which shares are adjusted so that the citizens are made equal. Mm. Does that sound like anything you've heard before? Like socialism, perhaps? Yeah. They are going, the government or the woke mentality is attempting to administer an economy to make shares equal, which I don't believe is possible because it violates laws of nature, things that are self-evident and appeal to our natural affection. We intuitively know there's nothing per se equal. What do you mean? By, except opportunities. What do you mean by make shares equal? What, what do you mean by shares? This is their definition. Oh, okay. They are going to administer an economy to make shares of resources, oh, okay. time, got it. Anything you can imagine, mm-hmm. equal, got it. The only difference between equity and socialism is the type of property that they redistribute and the type of shares that will be managed. Here's the thing: it, it is a direct assault on liberty. Mm. This is a direct assault on liberty, on people's capacity, people's intuitive need, people's necessity, people's design to do what? To individually self-govern according to the dictates of their conscience. Mm -hmm. And that would secure freedom external. And the freedom that is protected by the Declaration of Independence, secured by the Constitution, was put in place to be governed, to be managed by the consent of the people. Mm -hmm. So this concept of equity is an erosion of everything that 
in my opinion, sustains life. Because liberty and freedom, they're laws of nature. You can't negate them because you don't want to, you don't believe in them. So not only is it an assault on a form of government, but it's an assault on the common core of what sustains our life and on our humanity. Because, for example, when you think about our anatomy and our physiology, my stomach, my liver, my heart, they're independently dependent on each other. They require that each organ functions independently dependent on the other. Mm -hmm. Because one without the other won't sustain life. So anything that assaults that ecosystem, if you will, will diminish the life of my body. Right. Right. Because I work with so many doctors and I work with so much cancer and disease. You know, this is near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. So what I just read, the woke ideology is really an assault on laws of nature, things that are self-evident and appeal to our natural affection. So the concept of woke equity is Marxist Mm. in nature. It's socialist. That means that it's all about the fruit and the work of the collective. And it simply does not work. I think the the reason it occurred to me that perhaps we should discuss words, the words we're using, the implications they have, and why language is important is because when I was thinking about my interview with Dr. Myers, I thought how incredibly delicate is that the fine-tuning of the spirit, the soul, and the body, and of that alignment that's taking place mm-hmm. to sustain life. Yeah. The same fine-tuning and alignment and intricacy exist with thoughts, words, language. And we need to be in alignment with the words that we're using and understand the implications they have yeah. if we are going to survive the confusion, chaos, and dis-ease that is upon us. Especially when words like woke is being so skewed because you think of the word woke and, you know, it goes along the whole new age, like enlightenment, awakening, equity, equity. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So like, for example, awakening when we wake up in the morning, like we were asleep, right? Like we were asleep and we're waking up to something that's new and beautiful, welcoming the morning kind of thing. And and it's, yeah, it's not. And I think what's important for people to understand is Listen to the quiet, still voice of your conscience. Yeah. You have a soul, a mind, a heart, a will, a conscience, feelings. Understand how to navigate, how to regulate those things. Mm-hmm. And be careful, be careful that you sift out words that are being manipulated through propaganda. And we talked about that a little bit. Yep. To create confusion, chaos, and dis-ease. It is the anatomy of death. Mm-hmm to this very beautiful yet fragile ecosystem that sustains mental health Mm -hmm. and the balance between the spirit, the soul, and the body of an individual. And by the way, this is a universal principle. Any nation in the world that you see any measure of oppression are forms of socialism, Marxism, Maoism, if you will. And they have been destructive to civilizations, to nations, to cultures. The United States of America has had a form of civil government, imperfect as it's been, led by people that are depraved in nature as well. And sometimes the external 
manifestation of that is in fact evil, like one of the words we used earlier, one of the definitions we shared earlier. But we must take personal responsibility to rise up within ourselves, bring our own constituents into alignment, and begin to impact our spheres of influence with words and use words with clarity. Be careful. Look up Noah Webster online dictionary. Look up the original meaning of words and see if you are living, if the words you're using are congruent with your deepest convictions. And then be careful. Think about the internal cause and the external consequence of these words. Yeah. So that was a lot, but I have to be off. I know. To meetings. I want to ask you one question. So with with words like woke or words that are being skewed, do you think that our conscience knows the true meaning of the word and using it incorrectly actually has a physical manifestation in our body? 100%. That's why we're watching mental illness become what it is. Because thoughts have power and words Words have have authority. authority. That's why. But people don't understand what's happening and why everything is unraveling so quickly. Yeah. Wow. The world we live in. The world we live in. And I want to encourage everybody, nothing's changed since the beginning of time. This is right. well documented in a book that spans 1900 years mm-hmm. and has 66 different books. It's a library of books that span over 1900 years. It documents very well the lives of men and nations, yep. the character and contents of men and nations, establishing various forms of government. But I believe that it is the ability to individually self-govern according to the dictates of our conscience and to establish leaders that protect those universal principles is instrumental to showing up for this conversation that we're involved in. Right. Thank you so much, Natalie. Thank you. All right, everyone. For updates about rest and this podcast, please visit our Instagram or Facebook, The Place of Rest. If you'd like more information about Virginia or to support and join the cause of rest, please go to virginiadixon.com forward slash collaborate or call 949-289-5935. Thank you for listening to Rest with Virginia Dixon. We'll see you next week.